We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Didn't get quite as much of a bounce on that bottle cap. Well, it's it's bottle. It doesn't it's not as sexy well, there's as been the a, can. There's been a couple where you've done it and they go like tink 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 all the way across the table. There you go. Better. You, you need the little rotating fall. You got to have the little like that sound. All right. That's a great right. sound. All right. That's a great beer sound right there. You can find this podcast most places you find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey App, Stitcher, Omni, Tending to the Fan.com. Social media, Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. Twitter is at Beers on Us Pod. Facebook.com slash Beers on Us. And our personal pages. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick is at P Diddy 085. That's me. On both Twitter and Instagram. Like, subscribe, rate, review, download, and follow us and DM us at all those places. I just want to throw this out there real quick. This yes. is going to be the first beer we have had since March of 2020 where this empty container gets recycled. Yes, that is very true. Cuz I although I, technically there is still space on the bottle Right, wall. we can throw it on there, but I'll tell you what, I had a deep inner monologue with myself at 3 in the morning yesterday as I was waking up to work the wonderful morning show of our friends Andy and Brandon here at the radio station. And I said to myself, you know what, Patrick? It's time to let go. Because for the longest time, I kept thinking, all right, I'll build that other shelf up. Let's do this. Let's just deck this place out. Let's just get as many empty beer cans and bottles in this place. And let's make it look like the beer's on a studio. And I was like, nah, man, give it up, dude. It's time to give it up. It's time to let go. When you have that self-discussion with yourself... It is often the most important discussion that you will have. I wasn't even in the shower, which is usually where I do my deep thinking. That is always where I do my deep thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the COVID wall is done. We reminisced about it last week. We called it a remembrance. We went through the the bottles and cans that we that we enjoyed having and some of the memories from that. She looks beautiful. That she does. And now thus she is retired. And by the way, I went through a lot of effort to take a picture to fully capture said wall. I thought you looked good. Oh, okay. I was gonna, I wasn't in the picture, but thank no, you. No, I mean, I thought the picture looked good. Yeah, I was sitting on the ground because there was no way. I, I'm tall anyway, but there was no way I could get an angle that captured all of the rows of, mm-hmm. uh, of cans. So I sat on the ground. I was leaning back, and the phone was on the ground below my crotch. Oh wow! And I angled it up, sexy, and shot at the wall. And I took 
boy, that please do not take that out of context. <laughs> Brett Favre wants to know your techniques. <laughs> um, hard to clean up the wall after that too, but. I That's had to take said. like six or seven pictures because I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I was just, I was at such an awkward angle and I got it. And I was like, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Well, there's a video. You sent me a video too. And I am not Instagram friendly enough to know how, because I, I wanted to share it as a, a story. Mm. But it was only letting me do half of the wall as a story in three different spots. I think it's too long, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how to do that. I still have the video. Maybe I'll fool around and try to figure it out. Yeah, I'm also breathing behind it because the room is silent. I put it, I put it, I, I would put it no volume. Oh, okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah. You yeah. can do that. Okay. I was I was doing it, and then I listened back. I was like, boy, <laughs> stop eating a cheeseburger, Mike. <laughs> like, it's just quiet, so you just hear me breathing. Um, do you so, have to hustle down the hallway and now you're breathing heavily? <laughs> um, so I, th that was a fun episode last week. But yes, that is the end of the COVID wall. This is going to be our first true quick hit I looked uh, since March of this year. We went into the pumpkin episode where I was like, Patrick's going to hate this beer as sort of a quick hit. And then we tried to do one earlier that wound up going 40 minutes anyway. So uh, we started this a bit late and um, we're kind of in this middle ground of topics right now so we're gonna do a quick hit last week i brought a jubilee as a potential beer of the week we did not use it and uh so thus this week we are having 2021's jubilee as our beer of the week for this quick hit for it is that time of the year and i think it's always fun when you get to this time of the year or really any time of the season when you know a brewery especially the bigger breweries out in the world like a deschutes uh, when they have those key seasonals, you know, celebration from Sierra Nevada, uh, you know, that's another one that I would like to get my hands on at least a can of yeah, to bad, try. Bad Santa's on the shelf right yep. now. Stuff like that. You know, as I, part I of my weekend tasting that as part of my weekend beer I had for the very first time, Wreck the Halls from oh, Full Sail. Ooh, a beer near and dear to my heart, although I haven't really enjoyed it as much lately, but uh, about six, seven years ago, that was my jam. Well, you've also changed your palate a lot in six or seven uh, years. To say the least. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll chat a little bit about winter beers and what we're looking forward to. But uh, weekend beer-wise, I actually had myself a pretty good mm. weekend beer. There's been a lot of weeks recently where I get four or five of them, and I maybe enjoy one and the other. I mean, I enjoy them all, but I really like have one that stands out. This week, I had a lot of really, really good ones. And it's part of the same kind of routine that we've been doing is I went back to the well a little bit and I splurged a little bit this okay. week. I got myself a Kill the Sun from Ex Novo. I know the beer. Imperial Stout, uh, Barrel Age Imperial Stout. This one made with candy cat mushrooms, Ooh. which is something that I've only had in a beer when you guys did your... 10 versions of the of the oligarch of the oligarch back in the breakside that's what two three years ago that's yep. a long time ago yep um it was delightful and something so weird you see a beer with mushrooms and you're like hard pass yeah and two beers now because i've only had the one but two beers now it was really good okay and it's it's interesting because i am not well i have not in my life been a mushroom liker at all i've hated mushrooms mostly for the texture Versus the flavor, but all of it kind of grossed me out. Recently, the last few years, I've grown to really like the flavor of mushroom. Do you like oysters? No. Okay. I do Texture? Not. 
That is a big texture thing. Yep. There's a sliminess. I, I, I like relate the two of them together. Yeah. Uh, it's a certain way of like when you have it's the weird, cooked mushrooms. I, I love oysters, but mushrooms, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Well, I love the flavor of mushrooms now. And this is the flavor of mushrooms without any mm. of the bad texture. Mm. It was really good. It was it was balanced enough to where like, hey, I taste the mushroom. And it's like, I also taste the barrel-aged stout that's in this can right now. Um, so that was really good. I had a stout from Matchless which was made using English toffee, uh, which is a flavor that I don't normally see in stouts, which is why I picked it up. Yeah, you get that flavor a little bit from malt. Like, you get that characteristic, but you don't usually see that as an adjunct. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's a type of candy that I often think is undervalued. Mm. Like, when you go to a candy store and you can get that little, like... Uh, I don't know what the right word is, like a, it's not a loaf, like a slice of toffee, mm-hmm. and it's know you know, the chocolate about. wrap with the nuts. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a really well done stout with that. I think they're called nut rolls. Well, I think there's different versions of yeah. them, but I'm thinking of like the, the. it looks like a sheet of paper, but it's all chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I know what you mean. Um, I don't know what to call it. I was like, a slice? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I was thinking of, of a slice of bread. All my sugars and beer. Yeah. Um, that was really good too. Uh, didn't live up to the kill the sun. I wasn't expecting it to, but it was, it was really tasty. And, um, I had a beer, a stout yesterday. And now I, I'm sorry for forgetting the name of the brewery. It was a out of state brewery and it was on market of choice. And I was just kind of in a hurry and I was like, oh, let me grab one. And it was a fluffernutter milk stout. And on the can, it was waffles with marshmallows and, and Nutella. And it was made with marshmallows, Nutella, and it was a milk stout. So good. And again, a little bit sweet. I mean, you go into those beers, you got to expect you're going to get some extra sweetness in them. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm so sorry for forgetting the name of the brewery. Look I- at you embracing daylight savings time. Yeah. Stout, stout, stout. You're in it. Well, I you're mean, we talked, about, we talked about it. You're in your seasonal I, zone. I was really fading. On like my weekend beer, I was like, "Yeah, the beers have been fine." IPAs, the lagers, you just been kind of meh, and yep. now you're getting into the wheelhouse. You're going back to the well. Yep. Um. So I I did that. I liked that a lot. I had wrecked the halls for the very first time. Okay. It was a. I didn't know what to expect. Are I, they Are they in twelve ounce bottles? Six pack twelve ounce bottles? No, they're in. You got a twenty two? Yeah, I got a can. They're in cans. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh. Yeah, they're in. They're in. Um, they used to be in bombers. I I figure. Yeah, I mean, full sale classic saw, beers. And then I saw them in twelve ounce uh, bottles, six packs for a while. No, they're in cans now. Oh, uh, pint cans. Sixteen, 16 ounce? ounces. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not the nineteen twos. No, 16, sixteen ounces. And um, I didn't know what to expect because it said double IPA, but I also knew oh, it says double IPA. It does. Oh, I didn't know that. But I also knew it was a winter beer, so I was like. What am I getting myself into here? What would you say you do here? It was um, just a really hoppy, like, winter beer. It was interesting. Hmm. It was, you know, we've had a couple of times. There was there was one that I brought. It was the, it's on the wall there. It's the High Camp, the super cool 80s from retro Bailbreaker. color one from Bailbreaker. That's out right now. I saw it on Instagram. Well, it's a winter beer, but it was a very hoppy winter beer. Okay. That's what kind of the Wreck the Halls reminded me of. It just had more malt character because it was a really deep amber color, but they called it a double IPA. So it was like, here's a lot of hops and like high ABV, but we're still going to give you some of the winter spice stuff. I don't know if you would love it based on the flavors that I got out of it. Almost like 
an imperial IRA from Double Mountain with spices? I think that's kind of a close. Okay. I, I, if I can, yeah. If I was going to say that, it, that's what I think of. That's kind of in that same realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very unique beer. I enjoyed it. I, I I liked it a lot, but I think that's way more up my alley than your alley. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, I don't know if I would suggest trying it again, but. Hey, if it's a beer that you used to love, it might yeah, be worth sure, giving it a shot, especially yeah. if it's in 16 ounce cans. Um, I tried the Tropical Pilsner from Von Ebert, ah. which was delightful. Um, I as... think that's a collab with Steeplejack. Oh, really? I, I... Unless there's a different one that I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it said Steeplejack on the can, but um, as you know, I've gotten more into Krispies, but there's still something about them that isn't my favorite. This kind of gave me all the things I like out of IPAs, what made it a crispy, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I thought was really, really fun. Um, yeah, and so I had a, a lot of really enjoyable beers this week, and it was nice to kind of go back to the well and kind of love the beer you're drinking over the weekend. I kind of I kind of had a really nice experience with that. My weekend beer um, has nothing notoriety of what I've been drinking. It's more of like the industry. So I've got a little bit of in the brews for you right now. Um, But as far as beer goes real quick, I will say this. Someone dropped off at the pub in Camas where I work a couple cans of Headhunter IPA, which is a very famous Fatheads beer Mm. from the Midwest. And... I work for a company whose head brewmaster just happens to be a highly accomplished brewer from Fatheads. So that was really fun to taste. Uh, you know, I remember drinking it when it was on draft at Fatheads pre Von Ebert. Uh, and so that was kind of fun. It's 7.5. It's definitely big uh, for an IPA. It's got very Midwestern qualities to it. I figured, yeah. Um, but it's uh, honestly, it's like a, a, a less malty, more hop forward for lack of better terms, better Vortex from Fort George. And so that was fun because I haven't had one of those beers in forever. So that was fun to kind of go into that. But there's a lot of stuff that I've been kind of learning lately. Just like I said, some in the brew stuff, some things I've been really focused on. I just found out, and I'm going to plead this out to our listeners, uh, Ruben's Brews, widely known on this podcast, is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Seattle brewery. Uh, is doing a December advent calendar of beers uh, and seltzers because they make seltzers, but a bunch of different stuff, whether it's 12-ounce cans, 16-ounce cans, seltzers, barrel-aid stuff, 24-pack of advent that they pre-sold only. It went live on Tuesday, uh, pre-sale only at noon. I got online. I saw it this morning at 7 a.m. Today is Wednesday, and I tried to get it, and it sold out. I want one of those desperately, desperately do I want one of those. So if any of you out there run into it, I won't buy beer on the black market because that's illegal, but I happen to have cash in my pocket if you catch my drift. Uh, So I'm really interested in that. Some other fun things is I did read uh, our friends over at New School published this story um, that I've, I've known a little bit about but wasn't able to really talk about. Uh, Breakside Brewery has bought 31 acres of land in Gresham to build what I've always known Scott Lawrence's dream is to build a adult Disneyland. And to me, it sounds like he's going to take a run at Edgefield. Hiking trails, mass production facility, multiple tap rooms, live music event space. It's about to get real wild for Breakside out in Gresham. Well, okay. Yeah, wasn't that called like... uh... 
Didn't wasn't there like a nickname like something four? We always called it four point oh. Four Yeah, when I worked there, we always called it four But that was years ago when we talked about this. So it's been a long thing that those guys have been looking forward to, and it sounds like they finally found it and they're pulling the trigger. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it uh, sounds wild. I, I mean, I, I never go out that way, but uh, that might be a reason to head out that but way. But I go see shows at Edgefield, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that, and that might be a reason to go out there. So that's kind of a cool thing to see. I guess also in the Bruce, I saw this on the Willamette Week today. Uh, this weekend, I believe it said Saturday, unless I was reading an old article that was being fed to me as new, uh, Beaverton's Loyal Legion is opening. Yes, I am actually going to Industry Night on Friday. Soft opening on Friday. There you go. Um, and Saturday is the opening night, right? Yes. Uh, one of the, the I don't know if he's the principal owner, the only owner, but Herb over there, who is an owner and a like the heart and soul of Loyal Legion, he designs uh, all the art for Grains of Wrath cans. So he is near and dear to our heart. He's part of our family. So me and some of the Grains crew, we're going to go out there on Friday and celebrate with them. That'll be really exciting. I'm I'm super, super jacked to hear about that. The craziest news that I've heard all week, kind of broke today again, today is Wednesday, is Bell's Brewing, one of the big boys of the Midwest as far as independent craft beer, has sold to... This Australian uh, financial company that bought New Belgium. Okay. So a few years ago, New Belgium so does was- that count as big beer or- No, because they don't own like Bud Light and Coors Light and Stella and all this stuff. They have purchased Bell's. So Bell's is now part of the New Belgium family. And what that means is we used to see a little bit of Bell's dropped here and there. I think we're all about on the West Coast to really know why the Midwest loves Bells. We're about to see a lot of that out there coming soon. Well, that's pretty cool. Because usually when those breweries that are as established as Bells, at least in my opinion, uh, or New Belgium, the reason you would sell, A, the money is amazing, but B, is they now have the capital to ramp up production, ramp up your facilities, and send your stuff around the world i don't think i've ever had a bell's beer before i don't think we've had one on the podcast right they're they're really famous for two-hearted which is their ipa oberon is their summer wheat they're just they're just a midwest juggernaut they're you know they're up there with like the founders and the three floyds of the world they're they're a midwest thing wisconsin now idea one of our listeners rj sent this to our instagram and said paging mike lynch if we're just we're almost turning this quick hit into an in the bruise which is kind of funny yeah um this was also on New School. This was on November 5th, so five days ago. Maybe already missed the drop. Maybe they're all gone. I don't know. I'm not someone who normally goes around to the to the bottle shops, but I guess Hoppin' Frog Brewery was doing a drop in the Portland area. I, I have seen that as well. A lot of dark beer in there. Well, that's what excites me, and it's a Akron, Ohio brewery, and they are distributing to Oregon for the first time thanks to Point Blank. Some of the beers that are available include Boris the Crusher Oatmeal Imperial Stout, Barrel-Aged Doris the Destroyer Double Oatmeal Imperial Stout. Peanut Butter Hazelnut Caramel Chocolate Cake Stout. Infusion, a peanut butter chocolate coffee porter. Uh, they have a, a cranberry shandy. They have a holiday- It's so random that there's a cranberry shandy in with all those dark beers. They have a holiday lager, uh, Christmas ale. And I think those are, those are what's available. Um, Might as well check them out. 
well, I, I need to go to a bottle shop, which I haven't done in a while, because I imagine that's where they would be. That sounds right up my alley. And the article really paints them as like a well-regarded brewery that mm-hmm. is uh, both popular for like hype people as well as like beer insiders. So I'm hoping that some of those stouts, <clears throat> stouts which seem very sweet, are actually really well made. Yeah. Because they sound delicious to me. I just don't want them to be like sugar thick, overly done like stouts. Lastly, because I am from the state of Washington, I work in the state of Washington and will shortly be a resident of the state of Washington. The Washington Beer Awards went down and uh, Cloudburst dominated the hoppy stuff. So shout out to them. Chuck a nut, large brewery of the year for the state of Washington. Yeah. Uh, but what was really fun is fortunately uh, the fine folk that I work for, we snagged uh, three golds. Uh, but I want to give love, as I always do and will continue to do, to my really good friends up in south proper Seattle, near the stadiums, lowercase brewing, snag some medals. And I just want to say I love you guys and kudos to you. Keep up the good work for being a small brewery and continuing to get at it. What do you think about the uh, Jubilee this year? This beer is one of the most solid beers you're going to find. Um, I think I think something... That Deschutes does very, very well. In fact, might be might be the litmus test for those of us that live in the Northwest. What Deschutes does really well is they know their seasonals, they know their markets, and they're so incredibly solid that when I see, when I pick up a bottle and it says a festive winter ale, I expect it to taste like this beer tastes. It's interesting. This year's <clears throat> is not hitting me as well as the past year's. And why do you think that is? Um, Recency? No. Non-bias? I, well, or? it's funny because we've talked about this in the past. They don't change the Jubilee recipe. No. Yet every year it tastes different. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, maybe that's just based on what we've had the, the in the previous years. And I don't drink this beer enough to really say, oh, last year's, next year's, Well, I, I seem to remember that I said last year's was really good mm-hmm. um this one for me it's a good beer mm-hmm. i enjoy drinking it i'm happy that i bought it for myself and i brought one in for the podcast it's just a little bit more um balanced mm-hmm. which i'm sure for a lot of people is good but i'm losing some of the nuance in it some of like the extra flavors that jubilee will give you seem to be not in this version oh, of interesting. the beer did you see that there is barrel-aged Jubilee with cherries out there? I did. I, I saw it on the would. shelf. I didn't buy it, um, but I saw it. It's I saw a, a place doing singles. Would you like me to snag one for you? Uh, I can get it from it. There's some in the four packs on Market of okay. Choice that I saw. Uh, I did that when they had the Abyss in the four packs. I bought myself one. I'm not a huge cherry guy, which kind of scared me away a little bit, but barrel-aged Jubilee sounds really interesting as well. So I'll get it. Don't worry. Yeah, why not? If you do happen to see Frog and Brog, oh my God, what was it called? Frog and Brog, <laughs> the Frog Brewery that I just talked about. <laughs> I remember, I remember him saying it. I remember seeing Hop it. Hop and Frog. Hop and Frog. Yeah. Frog and Brog. I'm not gonna lie. Frog and Brog might be a better brewery name than <laughs> Hop and Frog. If you happen to see any Hop and Frog, shoot me a text. I will Venmo you some cash because I imagine it is a little bit more spendy. Grab me a couple of those too, okay? You yeah. frequent the places that would have it way more than I do. And Taylor reached out and asked if I got this year's Dark Star. I have not I have not seen the Dark Star yet. I've also not looked for it. But remember, I'm only collecting Dark Star Spice Wars. So Correct. I want the variant. Yes. I want the variant. And one of the last things I will say before we get out of here is I went to the uh, Washington, the Southwest Washington Brewers Guild meeting the other day out at Ashtown Brewing in Longview. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful space. 
Thank you so much to you guys hosting. And I just want to give a shout out to a little girl, a little redhead girl who listens to this podcast with her dad. Nief, I hope you're chilling like a villain. That's all I got to say. I hope you're enjoying this with your dad and having great times. There's a girl who listens to this podcast? She listens to it with her dad. That's awesome. And I just- You said Niev? Niev. Niev. Hello. Yeah. That's wild to me. Just want to say hi. Just want to say, we hear you. We know what's going on. That's wild to me. And learn. She's a little brewery girl. She's helping clean tanks, Mm. helping scrub some stuff over at Heavy Metal Brewing in Vancouver. And I just want to give a shout out. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the quick hit today. Uh, let us know what uh, beers you've been seeing out there, winter beer-wise, what you're excited for. Let Patrick know if you have uh, any, um, well, wink-wink eyes on the uh, 24 <clears throat> advent from Rubens. I will do dangerous things to get it. Um, and then uh, also let me know if you've seen any of the uh, the Frog and Brogs. Frog and Brogs. <laughs> the Frog and Brogs beers. Sabrog. <laughs> The Hoppin' Frog beers, because I will go out and try those as well if you've seen them anywhere. And I'm going to put this Deschutes Jubilee bottle in the recycling bin, and it's going to feel weird. And so, an era ends, and a new era begins. We did the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. We've done the COVID wall. What will be next? Who knows? Ooh, I think we got a good idea for the next couple weeks. Well, yes. I'm talking about, like, what's going to be the weekly thing. Oh, existential. Yeah. Tune in next week to find out. Or not. Who knows when it's going to happen because we don't plan anything on this podcast. What a tease. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for us. Like, subscribe, subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us. Instagram.com slash beers on us is our main hub. And we will see you next Thursday. Of course. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.